Well, praise God. Bless his wonderful name. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Samuel chapter 2, and we'll begin reading at verse 21. Again, that's 1 Samuel chapter 2 and 21, and it reads, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. It says, and the Lord blessed Hannah, and she conceived and gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. I'm looking at that last part. It says once again, meanwhile, Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. This can points to another scripture uh, in Luke chapter two, verse 52. It says that Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in the favor of God and man. So we can say it this way. Jesus grew up once again in wisdom and in stature in favor of God and man while he was also in the presence of the Lord. He stayed in the presence of the Lord. So there's some points we can draw from this. One, obviously, they stayed in the presence of the Lord at all times. Number two, they acknowledge God. What do you mean? For you to have favor with God and man, that means you have to be talking to God. You have to talk to God, what do I need to do? How do I need to go? Where do I need to go? So it lets me know that you acknowledged God in all of your ways. Then number three, you have to have a lifestyle, a lifestyle. So once again, both grew up in the presence of of the Lord. They grew up in the presence of the Lord. They were called and they were walking in the place where God wanted them to be. You know, all of us have a calling of God on our lives. And some of us will, after we learn of the calling, we will walk in the calling. In other words, we will lend our bodies. We will do what God called us to do and do what God tells us to do to once again to walk in that anointing. And the, while we're walking in the calling, we just once again, we allow the presence or the power of God to flow through us to serve others. Now, understand anytime you're walking in the power and walking in the calling of God in your life, God will use you. The anointing will flow through you. You begin to see the results. We also know when you begin to do this, God will begin to show you vision and dreams. He will, he will show you things that he wants you to have. He'll show it to you. That's part of the process. But understand, the enemy will also try to attack you. In fact, no, no try. Let me say it better way. He is going to attack you. But when the enemy attacks you, he will present a situation where it would seem as if there is no hope. There is no promise that it doesn't look like you, you're anywhere near the promise and the things that God has shown you. Once again, you need to have the presence of God. You need to have the lifestyle or we can say this. You need to overcome those issues, those issues. Now, once again, the inward is going to attack us. And when he does, it will seem in the natural that there's no hope. 
He will also try to highlight any issue that you may have because in those issues lies the enemy's domain. That's where he has access. He'll have an inroad through those issues. Now, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I'm reminded of Joyce Myers. She talks about, she gives her testimony about uh, early in her ministry. She had a, at home, a Bible study. And one of her friends came by one day and, and he was an evangelist and talked about how God blessed him and people are coming to flocking to his ministry by the droves and he's financially prosperous and things are going well. But, and then in the middle of his conversation, he says, he said, I'm sorry, Joyce, am I hurting you? Well, Joyce said, you know, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Well, you know, the way she alluded to her, that, that did hurt her feelings. But one thing that she did, she said afterwards, she went and laid across her bed and said, God, you know what? I know you promised me this and that, but I don't care if you do not. If I don't see any of those promises, I don't care if you don't bless me. I just want to do what you call me to do. I don't have to have any of those things. I will serve you. I will obey you. I will walk in the calling of God on my life. And I never forget. She said that was the turning point in her ministry. You know, it's easy to walk in the calling of God when things are going well. But what about when the enemy and if you're walking in the calling of, out the calling of God on your life, the enemy will attack when he attack you. Once again, he will make it seem as if everyone is doing well, everyone is doing better and you are doing nothing. If she had issues regarding someone else's success, she was able to lay that issue aside. So let's look at it. She got into the presence of God. She got in the presence of God, regardless of issue, the issue she may have had, she was willing to lay that aside and forget that issue. And you know what else she did? She acknowledged God in all of her ways. We can see this in her life. And because of that, God was able to elevate her. Now, we can also see all of this, what I explained, is vividly illustrated, illustrated in the life of David. In 1 Samuel chapter 27, it says, David says within himself, he said within his heart, that Saul is going to kill me. Now, before I go on, I need to say this. David is on the run from Saul. And once again, Saul is seeking his life. David spared Saul's life twice, but he got tired and he said, you know what? Once again, Saul is going to kill me regardless of all the promises that, 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 that was made to him and as relates to him becoming king and things of that nature. He just believed that Saul was going to overtake him so much so that he decided to go to the enemy's camp. And how many of y'all understand that's an issue all by itself? I need to say this. Sometimes the thing that hurt us that we're tired about tired of, it can cause us to go to a safe place, if you will, a place of comfort. And actually that place is actually a place of bondage. And many times that place of bondage we run to 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 forget about what's going on, to escape from the world, it become more uh detrimental, if you will, than the thing that caused us to run there in the first place. David 
is in the enemy's camp. The word of God says he remained there for a year and three months. Well, one day him and his men, they returned back home in Ziglag. And so when they returned back, they saw everything was burned. They didn't have their wives were gone. Their children was gone. And once again, everything was burned to the ground. The word of God says that David and his men, they wept so much that they could they couldn't weep anymore. They had no more power to weep. Then the word of God says that the men began to talk about stoning David. How many of y'all understand? David is at his lowest point. He's at his lowest point. When the men that you trained for years, you were their leaders and now they're speaking of turning against you, not only turning against you, but killing you, taking you out. David is at his lowest point. Point. Once again, I told you the enemy would try to create a situation where it looked like everything is nothing that God has promised you is going to come to pass. Now, so David, the word of God says, encouraged himself in the Lord. What does that mean? He got into the presence of the Lord. He got into the presence of the Lord. It's amazing how when you get into the presence of the Lord, how you begin to see things from God's viewpoint. You begin to see things for where they really are. Now, then the word of God says he asked the Lord, shall I pursue? Shall I pursue? He's now acknowledging God in all his ways. And so, and he said that by faith. And so long story short, we realize, no, that they went to the Amalekites, destroyed the Amalekites, and they was able to recover everything. They was able to recover it all. And, and so shortly after that, David asked the Lord, where shall I go from here? Now, let me stop here. When you spend time in the presence of the Lord, when you acknowledge God in all of your ways, he'll always direct your path. He'll also direct your path out of the issues that you may have. All of us at one time had a zigzag situation where we had these issues. But I'm going to tell you something. Remember. Those issues are designed to keep you in bondage. Those issues, once again, are designed to keep you in bondage. That's your zigzag. But always remember this one thing. When you're at the lowest point, you're also almost at, the, at your point where God is going to elevate you. He's going to bless you. He's going to promote you. So the word of God says, once again, David said, OK, where should I go from here? David is tired of Ziglag. So God tells him to go to Hebron. And when he went to Hebron, that's where they anointed him to be king of Judah. And eventually, a few years later, he became king of all of Israel. Once again, if you notice. Where he was at his lowest point. It was that point where. He was very close to his miracle. But if you notice, he had to get in the presence of God. He had to acknowledge God. And. 
he had to deal with his issues. But if you notice by him beginning to getting into the presence of God and acknowledging God, he was God was able to deliver him from his issues. So what am I saying to you? No matter what you're going through. If you have a habit or something that you're tired of, get into the presence of God. Acknowledge God in all of your ways and allow him to direct your path. You know, God will direct your path and whatever habit you may have or issue you may have. He will direct you right out of that issue. There are no habits that's too big for God. You may be saying, yeah, but brother, brother, pastor, I've done this for 20 years. I, I've been dealing with this all my life. It doesn't matter. Nothing is greater than the blood of Jesus. Nothing is more powerful than God. God is all powerful. That's what we sing. That's what we say. Remember, how do you overcome your issues? Getting into the presence of God and acknowledging God in all of your ways. He will direct your path right out of the issues that you may have. God loves you. He has great things in store for you. One, remember this verse. The word of God says, meanwhile, Samuel grew in the presence of the Lord. Continue to grow in the presence of the Lord. The more that you grow in this presence, the more you begin to look like him. The more you begin to act like him. The more that you spend in time you, that you spend in the presence of God, that's the less time you want to deal with those issues. And I'll say it this way. The more time you spend in the presence of God, the weaker and weaker those issues will have a stronghold on you. You get to the point where you want to leave. Remember, David stayed in Ziglag for a year and three months. But it came to a point where God delivered him out of Ziglag, which represented his issue. Amen. Allow God to deliver you out of your issue, out of your Ziglag and give God a hand clap of praise.